everyone, and welcome back to the Whale Nerds Podcast. This is episode number 48. My name is Slater, and I'm here with Eric and Caitlin. Hi, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys. Dude, I watched both of you pause, like, to see who was going to go first, and then you both just at the exact same time. Eric always goes first, but then he was, like, waiting. (laughs) There's a delay, because it came all the way from Hawaii. Stop. I can see you. Wait, technically, it would have came all the way from Carmel to Hawaii. No, no. but you're you're recording from Monterey, so it's coming from <laughs> Maui. Good thing we talk about whales. Yeah. yeah. Whales. Eric needs a lesson on satellites. Someone send him a message. No one sends me messages. <laughs> All right, so um, let's get right into this episode because I'm excited. I feel yeah. like I am completely rejuvenated in the spirits of whale watching after yesterday's <laughs> trip. Yesterday's it was it was technically not was it? Hey, trip? I didn't tell the people you were with me yet. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined it. Eric and I had the freaking best day ever. Literally the best day ever. The best day ever. Yeah. There, we were day. missing some species, but minus that, on a scale of 1 to 10, Eric, what would you rate yesterday's trip? 10. What? <laughs> 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 Dude, Caitlin, we have more whales in Monterey than you do Maui right now. Not true. We Dude, honestly, not. yeah, we were sitting there going, we don't need to go to Maui because it was like, Good. It was like a summer day in Monterey. Just but, wait till you get my whale. But, but with better. Anchor color water. That's, yeah. the, and that's active, what gives my day a 10. And active animals. Seriously? Yeah. We had over 1,000 Pacific white-sided dolphins. And of course they were spread out. I mean, there were some good groups of like 100 together in some areas, but like they were spread out over what, a few miles? Yeah, we saw them all trip. Oh, yeah. The whole entire day, just dolphins. And then you would get some like random northern right whales and like little little sections of like four or five would come to the boat and then kind of scurry off. Um, and then we had well over thirty five whales. Yeah, there's a lot of humpbacks out there. Like really, kind of mind boggling because it's winter time and I'm like, what? Feels like summer. And then on top of that, the water is as blue as Maui. Is it though? Okay, not. so so blue. <laughs> it's as blue as Monterey can get, though. Yeah. I, mean, I bet you if we would have gone even further off, because it was like in some spots it was like completely clear, like 30, 40, 50 feet down. So I bet in, in other, like we would have kept going offshore even further, because we went 17 miles. We originally nice. started, yeah, 17 miles straight out of Moss. That's cool. So, yeah. Where were most of the whales? Like we're pretty far out. Ten miles off Point Pinos. Really? Yeah. We were pretty wow. much the only boat out there because we were kind of on an exploratory trip. So some of the actual designated whale watching trips couldn't really push it that far. Well, yeah, they're only doing three-hour trips this time of year, so that's a long way to go. Yeah. So yeah. Nice out there all by ourselves. And the reason we, so it, it was kind of a special trip. It was just Kate, um, Eric, Tim, and I. So just us four took the boat out and went. And the reason we got this little special trip together was because over the weekend, 
while I was making it big in Vegas, <laughs> um, we the hydrophone was going crazy with sperm whales or so, and maybe beaked whales. So, like, did you hear it, Caitlin? Yeah, I, Eric I made her listen me. to it. Yeah, yeah. He was Kay- like, turn on the hydrophone, and I, like didn't have my laptop open or anything, so I had to turn it on, on my phone. I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> That's funny. Kate Kate texted me I think on like Saturday. And she said, are you here tomorrow? Get your batteries charged. And I was like, I'm in Vegas. And she's like, she said the F word. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, dang it. And then she she just sent me the link to the hydrophone and I turned it on. And we happened to be in our hotel room. And so Margo and I were listening to it. And it was just like, click, 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 click. Yep. yep. I think yeah. it was beaked whales. You think it was beaked whales? Because there was a bunch of them. Oh, but but we got confirmation that they saw um sperm whales off yesterday two days ago mm-hmm. off a of big sur yeah reuben lasker was uh off a of big sur and observer observed them how yeah. many i don't know and then on top of that there was also a sighting in um off of san francisco like a few days before that of sperm whales multiple yeah yeah supposedly it was I nursery pod they- like, they think it's a nursery park. I really just don't think they come that far up, but, I mean, who am I? But, like, what, You're I, Caitlin Taylor. Well, we've seen him in Southern California. Yeah, that... we usually only have sightings of males up here, but, I mean. But maybe it's because it's, like, this crazy clear water. And they're like, yeah, oh, and you know water. what? Now that I say that, um, in Oregon, in the 70s, they had like 41 sperm whales wash up on shore all at the same time. So obviously, a big group of whales was there off the coast. Are those the ones they blew up? No, that was <laughs> before that. One washed up, and they tried to blow it up, and they learned their lesson. I know. I better explain myself before people think I'm a crazy person. <laughs> tell them, since you're from Oregon, tell them. Tell them. What they do? Put C4 so, in its belly? Basically. Yeah, so <laughs> it was like the late 60s, I think. Um, this sperm whale washed up on the shore in, in Oregon, and they, it was so big. They were like, how do we get it off the beach? And all of these guys who had like just got home from the war were like, oh, we're munitions experts. We're going to blow it up. <laughs> That's how we'll get it off the beach. That way it's broken into smaller pieces that we can actually transport off the beach with heavy equipment. Well... I don't know if they just didn't understand the density of a whale or what <laughs> happened, but they like placed the charges really poorly. And I think they were trying to use TNT, like just dynamite sticks. I don't even think yeah. they were using like C4 or anything. Yeah. And so they like tried to blow it up and it like went really bad and like chunks of whale meat were flying all over the place and like landing on cars and denting their hoods and breaking windows and like hitting people and. And then at the end, the whale was still too heavy to be transported off the beach. (laughs) (laughs) You can find it on YouTube. And it's been going around Facebook for a few years, too. But, yeah, you can find it on YouTube. Just book for Oregon exploding whale. Well, you can find another exploding whale on YouTube. Is it in Asia somewhere? That's in yeah. Japan. Uh, it was in Taiwan. Taiwan actually yeah. pulled up a sperm whale in a flatbed truck. And <laughs> as they were taking up a street, it, it exploded and all this yucky stuff. Popped out the street. Yeah. Bet that street is still smelly today. <laughs> still has grease stains. Um, so what they ended up doing with the forty one whales that washed up is they buried them and like partially burned them 
they like dug ditches and like partially burned them and then buried them. Uh, and then museums dig a ditch for a 25 foot well. Yeah, I know. Museums were like bidding on the specimens too. After a couple years of um, decomp, they were gonna like take the skeletons, but. I don't know if that ended up happening because they actually had to cut the lower jaws off all the carcasses before they buried them because people were scavenging, like stealing the teeth and stuff. Dang. But that being said, that means that a nursery group of sperm whales got all the way up off the Oregon coast. So they could definitely, I guess, go to uh, to Monterey if they go that far up. Maybe... um... Winter's not so bad here. Well, it's not even that it's bad here. It's just that the weather, you know, is iffy here in the winter. But what if, like, always, not always, but, like, a good time during the winter, there's still a lot of humpbacks, but they're just, like, 20 miles out? Could be. Yeah. We were kind of talking about that. There's just so many here, and it's, you know, almost into February. It's like, are you going to stay here until March and just stay? Or, you know... Or are they going to make a late trip down, you know? Or have they always been hanging out offshore out there? There. Yeah, the winter 2015, after the warm water blob had kind of started, we had a lot of whales all winter, too. And it, we, you know how, like, a couple weeks ago, Eric, they're, like, out of Moss, you were just watching those, like, two or three juveniles? Yeah, little guys, yeah. Yeah, it's like, they weren't juveniles, not all of them. There was definitely some juveniles here. That yeah. Were probably more... Th- but we like those last two whales that did the double breach right after we left. They're big. They yeah, they were full grown whales. Yeah. Oh my god, Caitlin. So the swells are like fifteen plus feet right now, or they were yesterday at least. And <laughs> the whales are going so they're breaching. Like we had twenty breaches yesterday, like no problem. <laughs> and th- this one whale, like one of the whales, at least breached like five times, you know. And every freaking time, we're, like, even trying to get up in be- like to the same at least swell as him. Yeah. And he's just on the other swell every time. And I can get, like, just, like. A little bit of rostrum. It was pretty funny. <laughs> you yeah. just get a couple barnacles <laughs> over the top of the yeah. swell. Like, it was kind of funny, yeah. Because it's like, it like I was playing peekaboo with us. It was just, like, you just see a tip of a whale just peep over a swell. We're, like, just laughing at the same thing. It was, like, kind of so couldn't funny. get the shot, but it was just hilarious. Can you imagine if it breached on the crest while you were in the that's what we were thinking we were trying you looking up at it yeah that That would be crazy yeah so it's i definitely have some photos of just like tips of barnacles the chin (laughs) a couple chin hairs hanging over the swell (laughs) and then yesterday we're we're watching dolphins and eric goes so we're on the very top of the swell eric goes haha dolphins i'm way above you and then i'm like we were always above them and he's like oh yeah but i'm really far above you now (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty funny. Yeah, Did dolphins were good yesterday. White-sideds and uh, a few northern right whale dolphins. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's a good day out there. And uh, a lot of great whales today. Uh, us in just one stop probably had about 15 around us today. So, yeah. And they're all nice and chunky, too, which is good. I know some people were worried about their weights this year. Well, you are just about up on the peak time for gray whales in Monterey. Yeah. Oh. We did see gray whales yesterday. I totally left those guys out. Yeah, probably about like nine or so yesterday. Yeah. Or Slater's like, whatever, gray whales, irrelevant. I love them. Um, so yesterday we were, we were like stopped with the, and they like, so every once in a while you'd get like a, into a portion of the pod that's like, you know, flipping around and stuff or like, you know what I mean? And uh, did you see the video I put in my story today? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? 
I like look over to the left, and then the dolphin like flipped on the right while he yeah. had his head turned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were laughing at that. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's actually what's even better is um, if you listen to the video, you can hear Kate going, <laughs> and she's like <laughs> laughing hysterically at it. <laughs> I left the sound out of it though. Oh my goodness. Um, Whale Fest is this weekend, right? Oh yeah, it is. Yep, oh. I'm, I'm actually gonna see it this year. Yeah, I've always been out of town when it happens. But Wait, looking forward to it. Yeah, I don't know why I'm always out of town when it is happens. This is when the manatees are. I think that's why I'm always what? like. Manatees? No, I They're always usually go check out my manatees. I think this yeah, time manatees. of year. Oh. But that's I was true. Like, you made me feel like I was wrong, and then I said dugongs. <laughs> <laughs> we should go see those though too. Yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna have to probably hold off on Florida this year since I got so many whale trips this year. Got Maui and then Baja. Oh, we're yeah, doing the exact know. same thing, Eric. I know we're cool. In February we're going to Maui, and then in March we're going to Mexico. Yeah, we're so cool. And I'm going with you on neither of those trips. Loser. <laughs> yeah, you're a loser. Why don't you go with me? Because Caitlin's house is booked up for Mal for February. Dude, seriously. Party. Party it's at Caitlin's like, house. We have people in town right now. More people coming tomorrow. Who's going tomorrow? Eric comes, like, next week. Yeah. Wait, you have more people coming to- going tomorrow? Yeah. Well, originally, Jamie's mom was going to come. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll, um, I'll meet up with her and, like, do a few things. And then Jamie was like, this morning, she was like, I'm coming, too. Oh, she is? Yeah. She just, like, decided. I was like, okay, see you will tomorrow. She, will, she, will she still be there when I get there? Mm, I don't know. Actually, oh. we should call her and ask her. Um, yeah. We could have her on the podcast, maybe, if our schedules link up. She can talk really about cool. East Coast humpbacks and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um, and oh. then, yeah, and then Slater and Margo are coming. Uh-huh. Yeah, February. The yeah. end of February. Yeah, and then so we if have any of you uh, listeners want to go to Maui, just uh, message Caitlin. Caitlin Taylor. You should just <laughs> charge Airbnb <laughs> to your front bed, your front room. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or what's that couch surfing app? Or is that one free? I think that one's oh, free. Oh, there's a couch surfing app. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um. So Eric and I, I know what we've done. What did you, so? Did you well watch this week at all? Yeah, man. Since the last time we recorded, I went to Molokai a second time, um, and the weather was a lot calmer that time, so that was cool. Uh, we saw a breaching manta ray. What? Whoa. Yeah. And pantropical spotted dolphins. How Wait. big was the manta ray? Um, not, like, the biggest. It was, like, four feet, know, six to eight feet. Mm-hmm. But they get Dude. so big, you know? Wait a second. Did anyone get a photo? No, of course not. Did you? Everyone was thought it like it was a one-time whale calf. Yeah, it breached one time. They're like, "Was that a whale?" And then we like all stopped for a second. They're like, "Uh, it's a man. It was a manta ray." That's so cool. Could you imagine, dude? Like, I really want to go see. What are they called? Not is it the mobularies that jump in? Yeah, Cortez. Mobularies. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, dude! How cool is that? Those photos. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, I'd love to see that. You got you get mobularies and. Hawaii or no? No. No, just Manta? Yeah, Manta, Spotted Eagle Ray, and then there's, like, this other, like... Those are pretty. More rounded head gray one. I forget what it's called. Really? Hmm. 
Interesting. Only a few species. And then we also saw pantropical spotted dolphins. So that uh-huh. was my first. That was my new species for Hawaii. Let me Google it. How many uh, species have you gotten there, as far as cetaceans go? Just those. But I've been to Hawaii before and seen spinner dolphins. Uh huh. And then the only other dolphin species we normally see is bottlenose. Mm-hmm. So spotted dolphins was a new one for me. What's the most? Oh, then marine mammal-wise, Hawaiian monk seal too. What's the most common, uh, other than uh, the humpbacks? What's the most common cetacean you got out there when you're out there? Probably spinner dolphins. Okay. A pantropical spotted dolphin literally looks like the cousin of a common dolphin. You say that about every dolphin. <laughs> Dude, they do. It's just because of that long beak. Yeah. Would you agree? Do they have a they're lot of small, teeth, too? They're smaller than spinners. So do they have teeth like bottlenose or like or like commons where they're long? Like a lot of them, I mean. Oh, I think like commons. Oh, you think they have like 100 conical teeth or whatever? Yeah. Bottlenose don't have that many, right? Like what, like 40 or something or 20? Oh, uh, I don't really, know. Yeah, I'm not really sure on the tooth count of those guys. You seriously, you guys? Slater. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he just pulled himself forward. <laughs> you guys don't count teeth? <laughs> I never get that up close and personal. With yeah, I never have them smile at me and, and I'm able to count their teeth. Even when I was underwater and they swam by me. You know, one of my favorite common... I'll never find the photo ever again, but one of my favorite common dolphin photos to get is sometimes they open their mouth underwater and it's, like, real clear, you know? <laughs> it was, like, these two dolphins that were mating, but the other one, like, bit that tried to bite the other one on the back, and you could see it open its mouth, but you could see all the teeth. Mm. I don't know what it is about seeing teeth on, an, on a dolphin or, like, animal, but it's, like, it's just something you don't see, you know what I mean? It's Like, like what, me, my killer whale teeth photo? Yeah, it's like to me that's like getting a, a breaching whale or something. You know what I mean? It's just like super rare. Yeah. What just... I really want is the Rizzo photo where its mouth is open like Pac-Man. You know what I'm talking about? When they breach with their mouth open. Yeah. Mm. Those would be those are some neat those would be neat to see their teeth. They don't really have any, but yeah. What little teeth they have. What little teeth they have on the lower jaw. Yeah. Oh, like... and when we were coming home from Molokai there was a report of a killer whale, but we did not what? find it. Really? How reliable is that? I don't know. It was sometime within the week that we were out there, but we didn't see it. And no, we went okay. twice that week. Has anyone on any of the ever Pacific Will Foundation tours ever seen them? or is it I don't think on a tour, shore? but I think research might have seen them before. Mm-hmm. I know on some guys on the Big Island, some free dogs yeah. have seen them. And uh, Darren, he has, he has some pictures of them eating a thresher shark out there. Well, all between all the islands around Maui, it's really shallow. Mm-hmm. So when you get out away from Molokai, Lanai, Maui, when you get out off the backsides of those islands or out towards the Big Island, it's really deep, and I think that's where you're more likely to encounter them. Mm-hmm. That'd be but, so cool. Yeah. So we did have something sad happen on the way out yesterday morning. Oh, you're going to talk about that? That's super sad. Well, it's too late it. now. I'm just going to cry. <laughs> I tried looking, I tried it looking a, for it, today, it was but a, it wasn't there. It was a southern sea otter mom carrying her not alive Her dead baby. pup. Yeah. But it was, like, bad. Like, I saw it, and I, I first, I like, kind of freaked out, like, grossed out. I was like, 
okay. Like, What's Come going on? Yeah, I took some <laughs> photos of it, but I'm definitely not gonna post them. Like she's but been it, carrying it around for a couple days already. Supposedly well, since Sunday, but it doesn't. Yeah. Like it's been since Sunday. It looks like it's been like a week. There's like there's like literally not even hair. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I mean, we know about like Orca carrying around their their calves for you know extended amount of time, but I never knew sea otters did it too. And it was. Oh pretty- yeah, I've heard that from a few people that have seen yeah. it in the harbor over the years that they'll carry yeah. around dead pups sometimes for like way too long. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was. She was like just full on swimming around with it like on her back, and I'm like, jeez. Yeah. 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 It was pretty sad. I was like, um, guys, come look at this. Is this what I think it is? And. So if anyone knows about otters, is this common? I'm not sure. Never seen it before. Yeah, I've seen it not with a really decomposed one, but I've seen it with like a day or two. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm. I've also had a mom lose a pup and like swim around the harbor all day screaming mm-hmm. for like 10, 12 hours. How'd she lose it? I well, I mean, we had seen what we think was the same otter with a pup the day before, and then uh-huh. the next morning at like seriously five thirty in the morning, she was swimming around really fast, just making that call that they make to the pup, mm-hmm. and she just swam around the whole harbor all day like that, wow. crying. Won't yeah. the males kill them though? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of crazy how many male animals will actually yeah go after. Pups and stuff like that. Weren't you? Sh- were you the one Slater showed me the rhino yesterday? Yeah, I didn't even know what yeah. it was at first, and then yeah. I watched it again. Yeah, the the big male rhino like flings a little rhino way up in the air. Wow! Like not even like a foot. Like he flung it over a fence. Yeah. Hmm. And it's a isn't it like a a thing with certain mammals, right? To kill offsprings just so uh, they can uh, get the female. Don't lions do that? Yeah, yeah get it, the female. It was ready to go again or just to you know get the spread their genes you know it's like a strategy Um, a strategy behind it they documented it with the transients i think and up in the sailor sea yeah that's true yeah i remember that just happened what year or two ago right there was a pretty good write-up about that sure but i want it was it was a transient i'm pretty sure right yeah yeah yep Actually, I think I've seen the transient, and the reason that's the only reason I know that story is because when we were oh, seeing him, yeah, they were saying that he killed his whatever. <laughs> oh, Caitlin, speaking of that, like you're watching, you guys get see you see males falling around the cow calf pairs, right? Mm-hmm. They just, just literally like stalk them, right? Just right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a couple times we've seen like escorts fighting with each other, trying to get to a mom and calf pair. And mm-hmm. then, like, the calf will get playful. So then you're like, well, is this competitive behavior? Is this, like, just a bunch of excited whales? Like, what is happening? Because they'll, like, the two escorts will be, like, duking it out behind the mom and calf. And then the calf will, like, start breaching or something, too. Um, other times you'll see the mom just trying to, like, get away from two escorts that are fighting. And she'll just, yeah, she'll just, like, put the calf on her back and, like, push and move. Um, one time they came around the boat and tried to use the boat as a shield <laughs> and it didn't work. <laughs> and they were like right on her still. Um, and then yesterday we were whale watching and we had a mom calf escort. All three of them were like breaching and tail slapping and peck slapping all together. I don't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. But all three of them were getting crazy. But 
Yeah, they don't really know. I mean, they they assume most of the time the escort's a male, but they can't rule out that it's a fe- female. Um, and they just kind of, like, follow them around. Yeah, when I filmed it, um, I was going to say two years ago, but technically it was last year, but it was in January, so it was at the start of the year. I was in Maui. So technically I went to Maui twice in one year. <laughs> Isn't that crazy to think? Because it's a different season, you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyways, when I was filming the mom and calf, that there was an escort, and it was literally just sitting down below on the bottom. And then it would, like, come up. Like, it was sitting down for, like, 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then it would come up, and then the mom would, like, switch the calf to the other side and do some, like, you know, and then, like, sway her peck fins around and stuff. Yeah. And sometimes we'll see the calf, like waiting for the mom at the surface it'll come up for like four or five breath cycles before the mom comes up and then she'll come up with an escort so you're like what is there a certain down there is there a certain position that the calves are always like around mom usually or is it depend or because i've been seeing some underwater footage you know people just happen to have some whales come close to the boat in hawaii and uh i always noticed the calf like on top of mom just like hovering right above her yeah, below the surface, they seem to, yeah, the calf seems to, like, hover right above her. Um, and then they're usually, like, back by her dorsal fin whenever they're swimming around. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. One, <laughs> yesterday, one was, like, tail slapping, and I swear, it was hitting the mom on the back the whole time it was tail slapping. Ow. <laughs> it was so close to her. <laughs> so, Yeah. Kind of like a human toddler whacks you when they're playing around. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of whales around now. We saw more than 10 cow-calf pairs just by Ma'alaya Harbor. Uh-huh. And then we there's lots of other adult whales around. The competitive groups are starting to actually look like competitive groups where there's, like, a lot of ac- surface activity. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, six or seven whales or more. And... Today, I was um, doing a community outreach station from shore, and I saw, like, probably 40-plus whales. Really? And there was breaching and tail slapping and lots of moms and calves, and I saw two or three different competitive groups, and yeah. Hopefully, they'll still be doing it when I get there. Oh, I think so. I think it's finally picking up. It's finally looking like whale season. Sweet! So awesome. Do you think that... So do you think it's going to continually keep getting better or you think it's like at its peak already? No, I think it's like not even close to the peak yet. I think it's like there's actually whales around now. So do you think when I, cause I'm coming, technically I feel like in the beginning of February's peak, but I'm coming at the end. Do you think I'll still be, it'll still be good? Yeah. I think all the whales are late. So I think oh. it's all, yeah. Because last year they had a lot more whales in March than they normally do because the whales were late. Last year, too. That's good we'll to see. know. Yeah. I think it'll be good. Let's let's try to count, Eric, how many whales we see. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. How, how many trips do you think you're going on? We should try to figure out how many trips I'm going on, how many trips you're going on, and then I'll try to count how many whales I see, and uh-huh. then we'll compare it on the podcast. I have, I have two... Two three-hour trips of ultimate, one two-hour trip of ultimate, and then the rest of the days I'm going to try to spend with Pacific Whale Foundation. Oh, well, I actually, 
she texted me the schedule for those dates, and I don't know what um, I'm doing yet. But I'm definitely going to – they have a 7.30 a.m. two-hour tour. I think I'm going to do that one every day. And then I, I, they have a three-hour trip. Oh, are you doing a three-hour that's at 3.15, Eric? No, I'm doing like a 7.15. I want to just get do it early. That way I have the rest of the day to enjoy the island of Maui. <laughs> yeah, so – Look for lizards. Get some shaved ice. Yeah, I got yeah, I gotta go line and get shaved ice. Oh, and then you can get can shaved you... ice anywhere. I know, but I have to go line. Can it's... you get it in Monterey, California? No, I mean on Maui. Oh Maui. yeah. Bye. Wait, you should try something, Caitlin. What? Try to ship me some shaved ice. What? That's not gonna work. <laughs> Why not? Go to melt. You because can buy dry it'll ice. either melt or the dry ice will just make it freeze into one block, and that would not work. So then it wouldn't be shaved ice, it would just be an ice block. Yeah, just be a flavored ice block. And I'll have to shave it myself. Again. <laughs> Reshaved ice, like re-freaking <laughs> <laughs> That's what they oh, should make. God. They should freeze a shaved ice ball, and then they, they give you a machine that just like... I used to have a shaved ice machine. So much work. Yeah, but then, you know, cell phone machine. Shave ice. Because shaved ice and whales go hand in hand. Do you, have shave ice? Do you have shave ice on the boat? No. Ooh. Man. Now we're talking. <laughs> then they'll literally be hand in hand. I'm going to have to go with a company that does. I don't think anybody does, Eric. And, and Loco Moco and Spam Masubi on the boat. That's why. Actually, Hawaii. I think uh, Pride of Maui might do Loco Moco on the boat for yes! breakfast. They park in front of us at the loading dock in Ma'alai. <laughs> I keep getting ads for for Pride of Maui, I think, on Facebook. Yeah. They did some, like, pretty big advertising on Facebook at the beginning of whale season, I think. But anyways, the whales are here. Today, a snorkeler walked up to me after he'd been snorkeling, and he said even floating at the surface, he could hear them singing. And then underwater, it was so loud. Really? Yeah. So that would be exciting. All right. And there was lots of turtles, too, as I was sitting at my little outreach station. There was lots of green sea turtles, so that was fun. Oh, and I saw a brown booby flying around. Oh, hey. hey, we saw one, too, today. Oh, you did? Oh, you, you saw know, one today? You know what's weird is there's this buoy in front of Moss Landing, and at one point there was a stellar sea lion and a brown booby on at the same time. So you get a visitor <laughs> from the north, a visitor from the south, like right here in central California. It's like, what are the chances of that happening? Where are they? Wait. Eric, we just had a stellar yesterday. There wasn't a brown booby, was there? No, but today, yeah, they were both there. Oh. That's funny. Yeah, yeah I saw a Oh, I saw yesterday. Hawaiian Petrel, too. Nice! How big are they? Are big? they? They're big, no, aren't they? They're, like, they're little. Well, oh, that's no, oh duh. I'm thinking, like, albatross. <laughs> no, What's the biggest? The, Hawaiian Petrel is, like, smaller than a shearwater. You're thinking of the giant petrel that's in our planet, high seas. I don't watch TV. That's definitely head. seen that. <laughs> <laughs> What's the biggest Literally. seabird you have in Hawaii? The black-footed albatross. Boring. We well, have this here. We have short-tailed albatross as well. Yesterday. Like three short-tailed albatross, but um, I think I think they're bigger than black-footed. Let me look it up. I thought you had lasons. Yeah, they're smaller than black-footed though. Oh yeah. I need to see one. There was one out yesterday and we missed it. Slater. Nine. 
2.7 pounds. That's a pretty good sized bird. A big old chicken, dude. Look at all Look those chickens. Wingspan is. You know what we had yesterday that you didn't have in uh, Maui? Gray whales. <laughs> yeah, and northern fulmars. Oh, yeah. I saw a half um, too. <laughs> dude, Eric's joke. Every time someone said fulmar, he's like, I saw a half mar. Stop. Funny? <laughs> yeah, Eric thinks it's funny. Um, Eric, it's hilarious. Eric or Slater, neither of you are the right person to ask for this. Let's do some mental math. Um, their wingspan is up to 91 inches. What is that in feet? Oh, Divide that by 12. 12. Yeah, I'm <laughs> asking you to do that in your brain. Seven and a half feet. So um, they're the biggest out of the three albatross species that nest in the Northwest Hawaiian Islands, but there's only like four of them. There's a breed. Oh no, three. Because there's a breeding pair that stole a chick last year, so they raised another species. <laughs> and then, or no, two years ago. Then this last year, they had a chick on their own that did fledge. So we'll see what happens if they had a chick this year or not. But yeah, cool. they're pretty big. So that's the biggest. All right, I'm trying to find one of those on there, and 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 the goose. By weight, yeah, by weight, I think the nene is bigger. But oh, and there's feral peacocks. <laughs> so they're just like what? Oh, yeah. I saw your photos of those. Yeah, so I've seen them a few times over in that little like fruit stand parking lot, and then I realized that the person that lives behind the fruit stand is probably feeding them, and there's like <laughs> 25. Wow. Oh, that is a lot more than I thought there was. <laughs> you know where there's peacocks at, Eric? Mm. That Irvine, not it's like the Irvine Zoo. or Park. It's like Irvine Park. Irvine Park, yeah. There's like a little zoo there too, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. Orange County Zoo. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, so that's where I've seen wild peacocks at. So I got a question on the boat a couple weeks ago. Huh? That I could not answer. Ask away. Pride myself as a whaler. I, I was upset that I didn't know the answer. But I think you guys don't know the answer either. I don't think anyone knows the answer now that I look into it. Why? It's, you think it's dumb? No, I think it's one of those questions that science has not answered yet. Um, <laughs> how much mucus does a whale produce? Because you know how when they exhale, there's a little bit of snot in there. And like mm -hmm. humans, they produce like, what, a gallon a day or something weird? I didn't even know that about humans. Oh Well, humans has definitely been measured. So for whales, I started to look into this. I learned more than I bargained for about um, whale mucus. But <laughs> basically, it seems like no one knows. And it, it actually is a fairly low percentage of mucus because, like, they don't the have full sinuses like us. Yeah. So it's yeah, because under they would probably clog their pressure. Well, and they also don't have, like, a pathway from their, like, ears, no their ears, nose, and throat does not flow the same way that ours does. Um, and then they're, like, constantly flushing it with salt water anyway. Yeah. yeah. So there's, so I think it's an underwhelming amount, whatever the amount is, but it's not, it seems like it's not very much. But this paper, or this presentation came out in 2016, from the Acoustical Society of America. First of all, didn't know that existed. Um, and they were looking at how dolphins produce all their 
vocalizations out through their melon, and they think that the mucus in their sinus pathways um, actually helps them produce some of those sounds. So that's what I learned about whale mucus. Interesting. Look at Slater. So I still don't have an answer, but I did look, and I don't think anyone has an answer. I can't tell you, Caitlin, how much mucus a whale produces, but I can tell you that this humpback whale made a noise. Oh that yeah, never forgot about heard. that. Yeah, forgot about that. That was. Can quick. you imitate it? It sounded like an elephant. Dude. It like was an like, extra crazy trumpet. I don't even know how to trumpet well. I'm not a good trumpeter, but it was like. <laughs> yeah, I never heard. <laughs> that. It was like laughable yet. I was in awe at the same time. It really did kind of, kind of like an elephant. Did anyone record it, Slater? Okay, I think, I think did you only do it once? No. And, and you could tell. I, I was flying the drone at this time. And you could tell when he was like. So he. Because um, he was he was like peck slapping and doing yeah. all those things. Which is why I put the drone up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So it was funny. Because like he, you could totally see that he was. He like turned on his side like a little. And like I was like. I called it. I was like he's going to do it. And then. He was like, wall on the side. Like I no. bet you, if you refused his, he was up. No, he was up on the. He was up, but I mean, like he turned a little. You know what I mean? Huh. But it was like, it like if you take his sound and played it with a, a elephant like waving his trunk, it would match it perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Kate if she got a video of it. I want to hear it. Yeah. Uh, I'll text her right now. Maybe we'll get it. Yeah, it was one of the podcast. coolest sounds. It's the it actually is the coolest sound I ever heard a humpback make. The second was Fat Finn making fart sounds, but yeah, this was pretty cool. Oh, and they're blowing raspberries. That is pretty funny. I've yeah. seen a couple killer whales do that. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't like Bumper screaming at me. I think is one of the like most memorable whale sound encounters I've ever had. Um. It was pretty cool. I mean, I've heard some whales do some pretty funny noises, but it was definitely a pretty cool noise. Yeah, it was super cool. Um, so I have two other pieces of like marine-related news, but they're both kind of sad. Bring it up. I I couldn't find anything too interesting on Marman. Some of the stuff was like way over my head or just very regional specific. So, you know how it's um, calving season for Northern Hemisphere whales, right? That includes our North Atlantic right whales. Uh-huh. On January 8th, um, the fourth right whale calf of the season was sighted off Georgia, and they uh-huh. suspect it's only a few days old. Uh-huh. It already has ship strike injuries. Jeez. So, the mom's name is Derecha, which means right in Spanish. Haha, <laughs> right whale. <laughs> 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 um... And the calf has some S-shaped scars, which they believe are from vessel strike on um, its rostrum in two different spots. And one spot is like where the upper and lower jaw meet. And so they're worried that now it's not going to be able to function with a closed jaw properly. Um, So on January, so they've been following this saga of this poor little whale since the 8th. The last update was on the 16th. Um, I think that's the last time anyone saw it. And they relocated off Fernandina Beach in Florida. Um, And they did actually administer antibiotics to the whale because the injuries are not healing very well. Really? Um, Crazy. 
yeah, so I, I, I'm assuming they darted it with the antibiotics. Um, and they're really worried since they've gotten some close views and some drone views of the whale. They're really worried that the jaw injury is not, it's going to be a big hindrance if the whale survives. Mm-hmm. But they put the outlook that was deemed, what did they deem it? Like questionable or something. And then they downgraded it to poor. Mm, poor little so, guy. Yeah, that's how do they know how much antibiotics to give a whale? Just from With, captivity stuff? Yeah, and then and other large mammals, um, like elephants and stuff. Um, and with right whales, they've actually been administering sedatives and antibiotics to them for years. Um, because right whales are really ornery to disentangle. They're really dangerous, and they're almost always in mouth entanglement. So they actually will sedate an animal as part of the entanglement response so that they're the animal will chill out a little bit and its reactions will be slower so that they can get in there and work. Dang. Slow yeah. actually had a, I actually had a good talk with someone today about disentanglement. It's just people don't realize the, the danger of it. You know, a lot of people... What is that? A lot of people have in their heart, you know, they just want to jump in there and save that whale, but people don't realize that it's uh, not that easy. Yeah. I mean, someone died a couple years ago. Yep. So... Yeah, it's definitely a pretty high-stakes situation for the whale and for the people. Yeah. yeah. We, need to get, we need to get a entanglement person on an episode someday, especially over here. We got a few available to us, I know. Yeah, totally. So, speaking of entanglement, that's my other piece of marine news. Um, this ghost net in Hawaii made national news. I don't know if you guys saw it or heard it. Um, right after Christmas... The Coast Guard from Honolulu kept putting out this security notice. You know how they go, like, security, security, yeah. security. Yeah. And they, like, read off a marine bulletin. Well, it was this, like, ghost net thing. And we couldn't understand the whole transmission coming from Oahu. And finally, we figured it out. It is a 50-foot by 70-foot mass of net floating. And it was sighted just outside of Molokini Crater, which is where a lot of tour boats go. So oh, that's wow. why they're putting okay. out the security because they didn't want someone to get wrapped up in it. Uh-huh. Um, and it has like one yellow floating bucket on the top of it. And the rest of it is like several feet submerged. So you can't actually really see it until you're like on it. Um, and unfortunately, it was really windy after it was sighted at Molokini and they could not get someone out to like retrieve it they have to get like a trawler to pick it up it's so big um and ed lyman who's on the disentanglement team actually offered to put their telemetry buoy on it to like deploy their whale telemetry buoy on it to track it until a larger vessel could retrieve it but the weather was so poor for the following two weeks that we lost it no one knows where it is dang it yeah, they never got the buoy on it, and they the currents have changed like three times since then, so they have no idea where it even could be. Mm, that's that's when you just take a plane, right? I yeah, I guess. I mean, it could be over a hundred miles away at this point, which I guess for a plane wouldn't be a huge deal, but yeah, gnarly. Craziness. Well, hopefully, it makes it to the beach without. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy what's floating out in the ocean, something that big. Me and Slater literally saw something, like, as large as a telephone pole out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and, you know, we got so much traffic in the bay. I mean, we don't actually have that much traffic in the bay, but remember, like, 
Right, mentioning like Southern California or something like that. It'd be crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 50 by 70, that's bigger than our boats. Yeah. Well, and like, thankfully in Southern California, it's not like the Pacific Northwest where they have trees falling into the ocean every day. Yeah, I you remember know? seeing that. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you guys weren't here that first winter after the big surf fire and it was really rainy. We had trees in the ocean, like multiple trees a trip. It was so Oh, crazy. We had one tree floating upright, and the branches were just sticking up out of the water. So it literally looked like a tree growing out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> like so, off. Oh, it was crazy. All right, so I've, I have the sound. Hopefully you can hear it because it's off of, like, my camera. Okay. So I'm going to play it once. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, here you go. Did you hear it? Yeah. Yeah, it's totally elephant-like. It, it really so does sound like an elephant. It's like... <laughs> replay, replay again. Replay. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Um, you hear Eric going, it's fix-lopping! <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> it almost is like it was like, they make that sound when they're singing. It was just like he, it forgot where it was. Isn't that funny? Yeah. He did it like over and over. Like, we, like as we were pulling up, he was already doing it. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. We had some flipping good humpbacks, dude. Nice. I wanted to be all of their friends. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, those last two that we left fluked up together and then we said all right it's gonna take us like two hours to get home so we have to leave and then they double breached that's why you always got to be looking behind when you leave whales there's so many whales in front of us we had to be there's looking so out many, for them yeah it was like 40 <laughs> whales out there it was nuts it was like summer that's cool so whales staying this late or not staying in the breeding grounds very long and coming back early has sparked a question oh okay that's um, what we talked me. about last episode yeah so on the hydrophone we hear whales singing all the time uh -huh. right in monterey yes uh -huh. if we're to assume that they did not go well they started singing before they even left for migration right are they singing last year's song are they already singing this year's song do they figure out what that season's song is before they even get to Mexico? Like, are they establishing it on the feeding grounds? Yeah, they're all the way up here. I don't think they know what this year's song is, right? Then it gets more complicated because our feeding ground has two breeding stocks. So are they singing Central America's song? Are they singing Mexico's song? Uh, I think most of ours are probably singing Mexico's song because I don't think that many head down towards Central America. But... Then, what is the function of song if they do sing it all winter on the feeding grounds? I think they're already determined that it's not really truly a "Hey ladies, I'm over here" song. Oh yeah, no, it's yeah. yeah. That theory's gone. Yeah. Because when they played it back underwater, males showed up. Exactly. So it might be, "Hey guys, there's girls here." No, it's "Hey guys, you want to fight?" <laughs> and it could be that too, yeah. In definitely. a really pleasant way. <laughs> like, because hey guys, if they want to compete for her, yeah. So if it's so, then what triggers it? Is it triggered by like the daylight, the 
do they get a hormone surge as the days get the, shorter? The daylight literally does trigger that hormone surge. Yeah. So okay, then, but that triggers the hormone, but the hormones would trigger the singing because they they sing during the day and at night. Yeah, yeah. Pineal, the pineal gland, depending on how much daylight you know it it's it senses and stuff like that. And um, then, are we sure the it's only the males singing? Like especially when they're up here all winter. You're over there. You ask. That's what I'm wondering. That's not. I'm not. I don't have the answers to these. This is the. This is the questions I've well, been thinking. Well, the problem about. is, is what. Well, what you need to happen is you need to swim with one of the females, and then hopefully she sings. <laughs> Slater's got it. There you go. So I'm just well, because swim with everywhere. <laughs> because I know. What if we're being super rude? And like last time I was in Maui, you know, a month ago, when this whale dove in front of us, we put the hydrophone in, and it, it was like definitely singing right next to us it was that whale like you know and they were like oh that's a male but it's like what if it was a female we just called it a male yeah yeah exactly well and then my other question is how do they learn it because the moms are the only ones involved in parental care do they teach it or do the whales just copy each other see but then they would have like you know how many moms and calves have been swam with in tonga and all those places do they ever hear them singing but maybe they would. Maybe it's not something they teach them in the breeding grounds because there's a bunch of whales already singing. I don't. I don't know. I, these are all but the they things they do I've been do it in the about. breeding grounds. So someone teaches them. Yeah. But I don't know. Well, um, maybe they have a really good mimicking. Um, like you know how birds can mimic. Maybe humpbacks just have that like mimic part of their brain. Yeah. Maybe. Also, what I tell people on the microphone as one of my, like, just for fun suggestions as to why they sing is that they're singing happy birthday. What? Because think about it. They're all born the same time of year. It's all these whales' birthday. Oh, it's not their birthday month. (laughs) Crazy talk. Well, why not? It's their birthday season. They're all born within the same, like, six weeks of each other. They'll be asking for presents and all that stuff. (laughs) Yeah, now they're going to have, like... Have a holiday for him. I have to go to Hallmark and get a card. Get a card. <laughs> buy him a cake and all that. Ooh, Real do you think they would? Only. Do you think a humpback would prefer an anchovy, a sardine, or a krill cake? Sardine. Mm-hmm. Herring cake mm-hmm. for the ones up north. The most fatty one. What if sardines came back to Monterey and we could watch them f- lunch feed on sardines? I have seen them lunch feed on sardines. You have. Mm-hmm. I can only claim I have, but I wasn't positive. I have photos where you're like, yeah, it's a sardine. Well, like, in the, um, sometimes, like, when I first moved here, weren't they lunch feeding on? On both, and then the sardines were really close to shore. What's happening to you? Nothing. What's <laughs> happening to me? <laughs> yeah, when you first moved there, in near shore, there was some big schools of sardines, and, like, sometimes the fish would boil, and you'd, like, get a photo of one flinging off, and it was a sardine. But it'd be cool if they fed on big sardines all the time, because that makes it look crazy. Is it? Yeah, it's like this way bigger flash of fish and, like, more white water and, yeah. Wow. So these, like, tiny little anchovies. <laughs> hey, those anchovies are big. <laughs> Sometimes they're, like, four inches, five inches. Yeah. So I went through a bunch of my photos from 2019. I will tell you that I had a pretty good year for photos. Nice. <laughs> you're, you're still going through them? Yeah. 
I wish I had photos to go through. I've gone through all of my photos. I'm out. Okay, I'm out. For now. Yeah. So yeah, so that's um oh. that's what I got on my nice. list. Nice, 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 nice. Eric, are you well watching tomorrow? I'm well watching every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, but uh she said she might cancel it, right? There wasn't gonna be enough people. Oh, that yeah, maybe I should double check. But why, you wanna go with me? Yeah, I do want to go tomorrow. Okay. Unless I have the flu. Oh, no. Yeah, better be careful, that. Yeah, don't share it around. Yeah. Uh, good thing we're talking through microphones. Yeah. <sighs> don't give it to Eric before he comes to see me. <laughs> I know. I don't want to. I don't want to give anyone SARS. SARS? <laughs> it's not what he's talking about at all. <laughs> I got to right. Yeah, there's, there's new diseases going around out there. You guys, we haven't even talked about what episode 48 is. Episode 48. 48 is number 48. Number 48. It's before 49. 49. And Eric, why is it a big deal? Um, Because I'm leaving for Maui next week? Nope. Because... um, Wow, it would have been way cooler, Caitlin, if it was like episode 50, huh? We screwed up because that's because we Could probably have been 52 messed up. if we really were posting every week. <laughs> so that's how many were behind, huh? Yeah. But we're busy. Oh, we have life. We're we have busy. life. And luckily, it's whale life, you know? Yeah. Eric, do you know what it's supposed to be now? It's our one year thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's our yes. one year anniversary as a podcast. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> That's what they're singing about. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, thanks for sticking with us over the last year. We've had more than 10,000 listens. That's crazy. Craziness. Yeah. And uh, we're getting some followers on Instagram. We're getting supporters on Patreon. We're getting subscribers on YouTube. And... We've been talking about this, and now we're actually going to do it. This episode will be available on our Patreon for our followers on there via video. So now you can see all the weird stuff we do while we're talking. No, mainly what I do. (laughs) (laughs) And you can watch Eric try to throw things in his trash can. Oh, yeah. He did that before we started recording this Uh, time, but maybe next time. Or or how I was actually late for this recording because I was outside looking for new the pranks. We didn't record that part where we were talking about you, but yeah. <laughs> oh, jerks! Yeah, I found a bunch of nudibranchs. Oh, did you actually find some? Yeah, nudibranchs. Whoa! All I see yeah. is a big white screen. Wow, why is it so blurry? That's weird. Because you have your blur my background on. Oh, how weird! I didn't know. Blur- <laughs> I didn't know it blur something in front of the camera. Uh... Eric, do you want to go to uh, wait? Find out if you're going tomorrow. I want to go. Another thing you guys can do right now, if you're in California or you want to come to California, is go down to San Simeon or Año Nuevo, but San Simeon's a little bit easier to get to. Elephant and... seals! Elephant seals. <laughs> I just had to yell it out. I don't know why I was so excited to yell it out. Yeah. But do you want to go? I want to go. Yeah, the big ones are... We Kristen, gotta, well, we gotta go you see Kristen leave. Campbell's photo and videos? Yeah, she snuck down uh, uh, up here. Did she go ago. whale watching? No, she didn't go. She's like, I need to know where where her birds and seals are. <laughs> I was like, no whales. She's like, nope. 
What? Although, speaking of Kristen Campbell, she got a good breaching gray whale shot from the drone today. Yes, and that looks you amazing. You can see, like, it takes, like, three or four kicks, and then it launches. It's really I, cool. When that's Gray whales are literally the thing that I always, when I'm, like, telling people about this, or, like, how much, I was like, I've literally been flying over a gray whale when it is, like, just took a breath, it's at the surface, and it just kicks and comes out of the water. Like, from fully parallel, it just... You know what I mean? Yeah, the whale's not diving. It's just like fast swimming and then boop. And then it just like it's just like the way it angles its body. It's just like you know how light bends in the water? It just kinda does that. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how effortless it looks. I just watched it. It it doesn't mean it barely even looks like it beats its flukes and then it just yeah, it just launches. I was like, That's amazing, Kristen. I have a great whale video like literally just like that. Honestly, I when I first saw it, I was like, Man, someone found a video from a long time ago. <laughs> Of a gray whale because I haven't you know I haven't filmed him in a long time. Yeah, so that was a really cool video. If you guys want to go see it, it's uh, Kristen Campbell, K R I S T I N Campbell. Like the soup. Soup. Like this. Oh, soup. Speaking of soup. Oh yeah, because <laughs> my wife is sick, so she she had soup yesterday, and I was like, oh man, I missed out on soup. And then Tim goes, but you have whale soup. <laughs> Yeah, we had whale Dude. soup yesterday too. I said that to people. I said this That's is funny. mom and calf back whale soup. Sorry, I'm standing up because I'm having a leg cramp. Oh my god, <laughs> we're still recording. This is this will be a treat for you guys on Patreon. Eric's being weird. <laughs> all right, well, thank you all so much for listening. And if you don't follow us on Instagram and you found us on Spotify or some other platform. Make sure you follow us on Instagram so you can see the some of the photos behind what we're talking about. Yep. It's at Whale Nerds. And yeah. then if you want to check out the Patreon access, um, it's patreon.com slash whale nerds. And then, yeah, thanks. Thanks for a whole year of listening in to our whale adventures. Thank you, everyone. Have a great day. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye.